theyeshiva.net. Okay, we're up to the Mishnah, the Flamadamit Base. Barishina. See close to the top of the page, Lamad Amad Base, Barishina Hayumakablan Aidis Achaidish. Kalayan. The previous Mishnah taught us the Takan of Rabbi Yechim ben Zakkai that you should shake Lulav all of the seven days of Pesach, all of the seven days of Sukkot, and that the entire day of Tezai and Nisan after the Churban is also to eat Chadash, the new grain, even though the time of the Beis HaMikdash it was mutter after you a makr of the carbon aimer, but Rabbi Yechina ben Zakkai said, Yoim Hanef, Kuloi Aser, either because Meheri Yibona HaMikdash, the Bishamikdash will be rebuilt speedily, <coughs> and he didn't want people should eat the Chadash too early in the day. So therefore he forbade it till the evening. Or the second reason that he actually holds it's been Hatayra, that when there's no Bishamikdash, the entire day of Tezainus and is off limits for Chadash. This was in a continuation to the first Mishnah, where we had the Takan of Rebbechina ben Zaka, that wherever there's a Bezdin, you could blow Shoifa and a Shoshana that falls out on Shabbos. Continuation to this comes the third Mishnah, where Rebbechina ben Zaka introduces, where we're introduced to another Takana, a fourth Takana of Rebbechina ben Zaka. They would accept the witnesses who saw the new moon and based on whose testimony we would declare Ishchidosh, they would accept them a whole day. Meaning, we go back to what we discussed many times in Masech Rosh Hashanah, that the way they used to establish Rosh Chodesh was two witnesses would come on day 30 of the previous month and testify that they saw last night the new moon. And because they saw the new moon last night, that means today is Rosh Chodesh. And Bezdin would verify their testimony, authenticate them, and declare day 30 is Rosh Chodesh. If that happened previous month had 29 days, and day 30 became Aleph, became day one of the new month. That was option number one. Option number two was, if they did not see the new moon on the night after 29, or they did see the new moon, but for whatever reason, there was no testimony given in Bezdin, so then automatically, day 30 does not become Rishchidosh, because there was no new moon, or at least there was no testimony about a new moon. And hence, day 30 becomes part of the previous month, which now has 30 days. And day 31 becomes, Aleph becomes day one of the next month. Says the Mishnah in the beginning, they used to accept witnesses a whole day. A whole day 30. It's now 5 o'clock p.m. 5.30 p.m. There's only a half an hour left to sunset. It's maybe a quarter to 6 p.m. Aiders come to Bezdin and say, hey, we have testimony. They would accept them. 
if they could verify that their testimony is authentic, day 30 became Rish Chodesh, Mamash, the last minute. And retroactively, the whole day was Rish Chodesh, even though Rish Chodesh is about to end. So you only have five minutes or one minute left to Rish Chodesh, it didn't matter. If they came during the day, and they could be Mekadish Rish Chodesh today, they would accept them throughout the whole day, even though they came very late. Pamachas. One day, one time, the Edis were very delayed. What happened was, as a result, the Levian, in their singing, were Niskalka, meaning there was a terrible, there was a mistake in the song that is sung in the Beis HaMikdash. Meaning, they used to be makriv every day two sheep. Tamat Shal Shachar and Tamat Shal Ben a sheep in the morning and a sheep in the afternoon. This was a carbon tzibur, a communal sacrifice. After the hakrava of the carbon, whenever there were nesachim, which means wine libations that they would pour on the mizbeach, after a carbon tzibur, together with a carbon tzibur, there was always shiras alaviyim. The leviyim would sing a song, and it was accompanied, you had both musical instruments and vocalist singing. We're soon going to discuss what were the lyrics that they sang. The tune we don't know, but we know the lyrics that they sang. So this was every carbon sibur, every public communal offering that had nesachim wine libations afterwards. Ain Omrim Shira El Alayayin Chazal tell us when the wine was being poured, that was the time for music. That was the time for singing. So this was whenever the sibur brought a carbon communally, which was a unique situation, including every day the carbon Taman in the morning and the afternoon, followed by the Nisachim, as the Torah always says, Viniskai, the wine libations that came together following the Hakrava of the offering of the sacrifice. What happened here? This is day 30. They're being makriv regularly, if witnesses don't come, it's a weekday. It's day 30. It happened to be, as it's clear, that this was the month of Elul. Day 30 is not a regular day if the witnesses come. It becomes Rosh Hashanah. If it's Rosh Hashanah, it needs a special shir. It needs a special song. But the witnesses didn't come yet. So they offer the Tamar Shobayin Arabayin. And what happens is, they pour the wine. And a regular weekday, they do a regular mizmar, a regular psalm for that day of the week. Rosh Hashanah, you would have to do another mizmar. Because Adis came so late, when they were makrib, this carbon, they did not know if it's a weekday. Meaning, witnesses already will not come. They're not likely to come anymore. They didn't come till 5.30. They're not going to come the last half an hour. Or maybe it's Rosh Hashanah, because maybe the next few minutes, witnesses will come, and they're going to make it Rosh Chodesh. And basically, the Leviyah made a mistake in their shir. The Chachamim of that generation, the Sanhedrin, of 71 members made a They would not accept witnesses only until the time when you offer the Talmud Shalvein Harbayim. Afterwards, they're not being accepted even though they come. Explain. 
So let's analyze it. The fact that it's Yom Tif is not a problem. Why? Because you don't have to do Malacha. That's not an issue. They didn't get ruined. Yeah, you don't do Malacha ala Suffolk. If Aidens don't come, okay, so you had a day of vacation. And if Aidens came, you weren't allowed to do Malacha. So that's not my problem. Shoifer, you blow Shoifer. If it's Eder Rish Hashanah, okay, so you blew Shoifer, Eder Rish Hashanah. <laughs> Takar Minik is not to blow Shoifer, Eder Rish Hashanah. That's what we know. We know when Eder Rish Hashanah is, they didn't know. So they blew Shoifer. If it turns out to be Rish Hashanah, great. They fulfill the mitzvah of Shoifer. If it turns out not to be Rish Hashanah, okay, they blew Shoifer an extra day. They're going to blow Shoifer tomorrow also. Huh? Yeah, it, become, it becomes a rehearsal, right. Okay. The issue becomes, uh, uh, that's the issue. The one issue is the carbon musaf. The carbon musaf is the problem. With Shoshana, you have to bring a special carbon. We daven musaf, because we bring a carbon musaf, an additional carbon. In our musaf, we discuss what the additional carbon is. Shabbos, we do musaf. Shkodesh, we do musaf. Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot, Yom Tov, we do Musaf. We only do Musaf when they brought an extra carbon. And during that tefillah, we describe exactly what they did. Right? Two bulls, one ram, seven sheep. And their wine libations for each one you have to bring. That's the question. Now you could say, what's the problem? They didn't do the carbon Musaf. They waited for the Adas. They waited for the Adis to do the Karim Musaf, so there was no mistake. If the Adis came, they did it. If the Adis didn't come, they didn't do it. But the Shir, they did with Tamar Shabbat and Harbayim. And they did the wrong Shir. Or whatever, the Gemara is going to explain exactly what happened, but they made a mistake with the Shir. That's how you can understand the Mishnah, so therefore there were no other issues. Shaifa they blew, Allah Safak. Malacha they didn't do, Allah Safak. They didn't work Allah Safak. Right? The problem is, Karim Musaf, they would wait for that. And the issue with the mistake happened was with the Shir Shalyon, after the carbon Talmud Shalben Harbayim. The problem... Oh, that's the problem. problem is we have a Kalan in Halacha, that the Talmud Shalben Harbayim has to be the last carbon of the day, after Musafin. In fact, the Kalal is, the principle is that the Talmud Shalshach and Talmud Shalben serve as a sandwich. Everything goes in between them. We say it every morning in... Before davening, so we finish off. Uh, uh, what's the Russian over there? On the carbon tamid, you you fulfill, you complete all the carbonas. The carbon tamid is the last carbon of the day. If so. They wouldn't be able to be a carbon musaf afterwards. Only before. Before they can't, because the Aedas didn't come yet. So you may be bringing Chodun Lazari, you're bringing a, a futile carbon. It's not a carbon to Azana. that's much worse than not singing or singing the wrong song. And the Mishnah should have said that. <clears throat> that's a much, much, uh, much bigger kilkel. 
So Toysvis asks this question, Ibn Eskalkalu. See, again, you ask Toysvis this question, for the record. And Toysvis Tainas, they would wait for the cover Musaf, and if the Aedis would come late, it's not a problem. They would bring the Musaf after the carbon Tumat. I, it says, Allah Ashlam Kalakabanas Kulam. The mitzvah say that the carbon tamar should be the last one. So Toysvah says, you're right. But the mitzvah's essay of carbon musaf, which is a mitzvah's essay of Klal Yisrael, it's called a mitzvah's essay, the rabbim, it's a mitzvah's essay of the whole rabbim, would override the isur of not being makriv, the tamid, shalben harbayim, before any last carbon, of it bringing the last thing, and it's usur to bring makriv carbon afterwards. But Taisvah says that the isur, the mitzvah's essay, the rabbim, that the whole Klal Yisrael has of bringing a Karim Musaf, would be doicha, that essay, the yachid. And therefore, they would be able to bring the Karim Musaf. So that wasn't a problem. Because if the Aedis would come, they would still be able to bring the Karim Musaf. The problem was to share. I want you to look inside in the answer. It's a long choice. The question is very, very long. But take a look and uh, take a look in the answer. Huh? We could learn. We could learn inside. Let's learn inside. Bashir, you see? A flamenum at base on the top. So Toysvis asks a big shaila. What's the shaila? This question. What about Tamad Shal Shachar in the morning? He says, there they were never massacred to do a special share for Yom Tif. You know why? They did right away when sunrise happened. Witnesses didn't come before that. Very, very rarely. So therefore, for Talmud Shoshachar, it wasn't a problem. Because Talmud Shoshachar, they would do when there was sunrise. And then witnesses would come later. So when they poured the wine for the Talmud Shoshachar, the witnesses probably didn't come. So they were, they were never misakin. That Rosh Hashanah in the morning, you should do a shir of Yom Tif. You just did the regular shir. The problem became Talmud Shoshachar. Because by then, the witnesses already usually came. They had a whole day to come. That's why... It says when it's says it was Tomit Shobainarbayim, not Tomit Shoshach. But here comes the question. And therefore they didn't do anything then. The Why don't we consider, why don't we include the Kilkul, the, the, the mistake that happened with Musaf? They couldn't be makriv a Musaf of Rishchodesh. See, Toysvis, it seems, doesn't learn it was Rosh Hashanah. He says, Tam Rishchodesh. She'achra tamid e'en yichayon la'krivoy. K'didar shinon. Allah, Allah ha'ashlem kolakabonus. Like we learned. It says, V'hikdir Allah achel ve'ashlamim. So Chazal learned, what's V'hikdir Allah achel ve'ashlamim? In Parshish Tzav. Ha'eshlam is be'ach tukad b'aloi sikhba. U'vir Allah ha'kayin e'tim ba'boyke ba'boyke. He touches shlamim from the word hashlem, that this is the completion of the karbanas. 
the Pedic Tabit Nishchit, as the Gemara explains in Pesachim and Pedic Tabit Nishchit. So this was the problem. They did the Tamit Shabbat Nabayim. They couldn't bring a Musaf. So Taisus wants to give an interesting answer, which he's going to reject. <coughs> I'll tell you what they did. They did the Tamit Shabbat Nabayim. They sang the regular song because the Adas didn't come. And then five minutes later, the Adas come. Whoa! We still have a few minutes till the end of Rosh Hashanah. We need a carbon musaf, but you can't. So what they do? They would shech the carbon musaf, slaughter it, sprinkle the blood, umayla, and then bring up the limbs, the organs of the behemoth that has to be on the mizbeach, umalin b'roshishal mizbeach, and they would keep it there on top of the mizbeach, not put it in the fire. The halacha of Allah Hashlem is the last thing to burn, to burn on the Mizbeach is the carbon tomit. But you could shecht another carbon after, sprinkle the blood, just don't burn it. And you know what? And they would not burn the limbs of the animal until tomorrow after the Tomit Shoshachar. So you have the cake and you eat it too. You do the Tamat Shabbat Abayim. The last thing you burn on the Mizbeach, you shecht another carbon, a Musaf, after, because the Eidus just came. Okay, it's not the Lechatchila way of doing it, but you can get away with it. It's not an Isser. You shecht it, you sprinkle the blood, so you fulfill the mitzvah of the Musaf. You bring the Eivarim on top of the Mizbeach, you keep it on the side, not in the flames, and tomorrow you throw the limbs of the animal, the whole carbon oil that goes onto the Mizbeach, right? You throw it into the fire tomorrow morning after the Tamil Shashach. Yeah, the sprinkling is always the, the key, the, the, the key component of the carbon. So Toysvah says, okay, it's a Svara, it works. Kobanula can stay overnight. Kobanula is not going overnight. Once it's up on the Mizbeach, if you leave the Ivarim down, on the bottom of the ramp, over there on the floor, it wouldn't work. But here, you bring it up to the Mizbech, as he's going to say, This works according to one view in Zvach and Pezayim. Generally, Lina passes a carbon. Lina means if it stays overnight, it disqualifies a carbon. If you leave, let's say, the blood overnight, there's nothing you can do. Tomorrow, there's nothing you can do. You leave the limbs around overnight, there's nothing you can do. It passes the carbon. There's nothing you can do. It's, it's, it's over. You have to bring it during the day. And you could be at Maktir Bechlal during the night afterwards. Bechlal Karbonus, right? Like the Talmud Shal Ben Arbayim. If there were so many Karbonus, they did it at the last minute, they could be at Maktir. That's what we have in Maidiv, because you could continue to burn it throughout the night. But there's a Shita, Ein Lina Mayalas Beresh Shalmas Beach. Lina does not disqualify the carbon if it's already on top of the Mizbech, because it's already like burning, even though it's not inside. But according to the person who says Lina still is effective in the sense that it, de-qualif- it, doesn't, it, it uh, delegitimizes the carbon, this carbon is going to become possible. If you're going to want to say, you know what they did? Before the Tamid, they offered a sheep with a condition. 
if witnesses come and it becomes Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Chodesh, it's a carbon Musaf. And if it's not Edim, it's going to be a carbon Tumit, it's going to be the last sheep. So basically, it works. They bring a sheep, they say, listen, if it's Edim are going to come, this will become the beginning of the carbon Musaf, and we'll add the rest, and we'll do a carbon Tumit. If not, we already did the sheep. So that's not a problem. And now they do the shira. They make a mistake in the shira. And now they're waiting. If Adas don't come, okay, great. They did a sheep for Kabbalah. If Adas did come, okay, we already started our Kabbalah Muslim. So that wasn't the issue. The issue was not they were afraid. Oh, we did the Kabbalah. We won't be able to do the Kabbalah Muslim. No, if we find that we have to bring a Kabbalah Muslim, the sheep won't be a Kabbalah Tamit. Retroactively, we're going to define the sheep as a Kabbalah Muslim. Look that works. So Ketosvist, no. Doesn't make sense. The Im Cain, the Michael Kalubatamit. If so, what was the mistake with the carbon Tamit? If they thought that witnesses won't come, and therefore the sheep was a carbon Tamit, and therefore they said a Shir Shilchoil, a regular Shir of a regular day. If so, let's understand. When the Adis came and they found out that it was Yamtif, that means the sheep was a Musaf. That means the shear was not on the sheep of the carbon tamid. The shear was on the sheep of a carbon musaf. So zewa kilkula ayyib tamid. A little musaf shurish khaydish. Shamal of shir shal tamid shalcha. This kilkul was not in the carbon tamid. It was in the musaf of rishkhaydish, which they used to say on it. Shamrullah they said on it, shir shal tamid shalcha, a shir of a tamid of khal. Yeah. And the Gemara says the problem was that they said a shir shalchhail when they were makrif tamit shalbein harbayat. The Gemara says the problem is that there was a kilkul in the tamit. We're saying there was no kilkul in the tamit. There was no tamit. It was basically a musaf. The problem was they did a shir shalchayl on the carbon musaf of Rishchaydash or Rishashan. The Gemara says the problem was that they did a shir shalchayl on the carbon tamit shalbein harbayat. That means there's something off There's going to be an opinion. The main problem is they didn't do shira because they didn't know what. They were waiting if witnesses are going to come. They didn't know what to sing. And then when the Adis came, they couldn't do shira anymore. What's the problem? If Adis came and they didn't have time to say shira, for sure they didn't have time to bring other karbonas. So that means they didn't finish even the karbon musaf. So that's a bigger problem. So that's why Toysus rejects this hypothesis because it wouldn't work. First of all, the Gemara says the problem was they sang the shir on the Tomit Shabin Harbayim, not on the Musaf. Second of all, there's going to be an opinion that the problem was they didn't end up singing the shira because they didn't know what to do, so they were waiting. And by the time the ages came, it was like, whoops, there's no time to say shir anymore. There's no time to say shir anymore. So then what happens? There's no time to bring the rest of the Musaf. If you can't do a song, you certainly can't do the Karbanas. So that should have been a much bigger problem. However, you could say, according to this, that they made one sheep on the condition. The problem was, Adis never came. Because Adis never came, it turned out to be a Yom Chayel. And the Tamid was a Tamid Shabayin Arbayim. And their only problem was they didn't have time to say shir. In other words, Adis never came, Lepoya. So there was no issue, Taka, that they didn't bring more Musaf on. 
No edus. The kevis became a tamid shabbat. And I the only problem is they didn't say the shir. So actually, that that last question would be answered. It wouldn't be a problem. So Tosfos comes and says his answer. The achar tamid yochel hakriv musaf shidrash chaydish. With the yevid, you could bring the musaf after the tamid. Mishum the asi esed the rabim. The dochi essay the hashlama, the carbon mitzvah essay of a rabbim overrides the essay of hashlama, meaning the mitzvah essay that the tamar shabbat abayim has to be the last carbon. So you could say, after the edus came, and they realized retroactively it's rishchaydish, they could bring the carbon musaf. The only kilkel was in the shir, not in the musaf. The only kilkel was in the shir, not in the musaf. What's the raya? Sabik Chiddush. Titus says carbon tamid is the last carbon. Comes Titus and says, no, you can bring a carbon musaf. Why? He just says, essay the rabbin. It's a mitzvah essay of Klal Yisrael. You're saying the carbon tamid is a mitzvah of Klal Yisrael. The tamid they did already. Yeah. Yeah. They did. It's the mitzvah of Hashlama. Yeah. The mitzvah of Hashlama is already a different mitzvah. Let's see. Titus was coming in and paid a kashilayach. The Gemara tells us in Masech the Git and Lamed Chaz a story. Rebbe Lazar goes into Shul and he wants a minion. There's no minion. So what does he do? Shichrer Avdei Vishlim He emancipates his Evet Knaini, who now becomes a full-fledged Jew. Mechuyiv in Tefillah, like any man. And he has a minion, ten people. No, well, he went through already. No, yeah, all the mitzvahs of a woman. He was already mechuyev then. He had a bris when he came in already. Yeah, he's a Jew in the sense that he's mechuyev, and all the mitzvahs of a woman is mechuyev. But to from minion, right? It's not going to work. So therefore, he's mashachrim because he wants to have a minion. There's a mitzvah. Yeah, it's not In other words, you to bequeath them to your children. How can he be mavatal a mitzvah essay for the minion and for the gemara mitzvah the rabim shiny? This was a minion. It's a mitzvah that's negated to the rabim versus the yachid. It overrides. We have two competing mitzvahs. One is the mitzvah of tefillah with the rabbim with the tzibur. One is the mitzvah of loylam ba'em ta'avaydu. This is the rabbim. It overrides. Another raya. Kabi esi da hashlama amdin enami b'peidik tamid nishchit. Shenidchem mekami esi da pesach. The Gemara brings that you can bring the carbon pesach after the tamid. Sheyesh b'ikaris. Another thing. Peidik shiluach hakam nami amrinam. The essay, the Mitzayra, doicha essay the Shiluach. You would think that you're allowed to send away. You're allowed to send away the Mitzvah of Kabbanas Mitzayra. When you bring Kabbanas Mitzayra, it's doicha the essay of Shiluach. Shalach the Shalach, Esaim, Esabanim Tikachlach. You're not allowed to take a mother bird with the young. By Mitzayra, there was a Havam in, a, if not for a special posse. That you could be doicha this mitzvah essay. Why? Because the essay of Karbanas Mitzayra is bringing peace between a man and his wife because he can go back to live with her. 
till this point, the Mitzrayah was Mechutz Lamach, and he can't be with his wife. So what do we see from here? That when there's two mitzvahs essay, there is the concept that one has preference over the other, if it's a rabbi. Even if it's karis, even if it's shalom initially ishta. That means not even a rabbi, even if it's a mitzvah of a yachid, like a mitzvah, and it's competing with another mitzvah, but nonetheless it has a special quality to it, so we see halachically one could be daichin. The Mela Toysvah says, Bediyevet, you could be makr of the carbon musaf of Rish Chodesh or Rish Hashanah after Tamit Shabbat Arbayim, because the mitzvah says the rabbin. I mitzvah says the hashlam is also mitzvah says Allah hashlam. You're right, but that's a mitzvah in the avoid of the Beis Hamikdash, not a mitzvah of Klal Yisrael, because not Klal Yisrael is not mitzvah that carbon Tamit has to be the last one. It's the people in charge on the avoid of that day in the Mizbeach. So the Mela, this would be Doichadis. So the only problem that happened was the Shir, not, not the carbon Musa. So is that why you said Exactly, doing the Avoida. The person responsible, or the people responsible, they're Mechuyim on the Hashlem. The carbon Tamad itself was also Mitzvah Sassid Rabbah. It's a carbon Sibur. As we say every morning from Parshas Pinchas, Musaf to say, Hashlam is a mitzvah of Yachid. That's the answer of Taisus. Important answer. Let's now see Rashi. Niskalk Rashi says, Alavim Bashir, Begimara Mefarish. What was the kilk? What happens now? They make a takana. Takana is, no aid has come after Mincha. That's it. No aid has come after Mincha. And with Shom. Ah? And with Shom. After this man of Tamad Shabbat Abayim. So you have an interesting thing. Aidus are here. They say we want to testify. Sorry, we don't take testimony anymore. That way, they knew once they're doing the Ketamit, they can do a regular Shir Shalyayim, Chayil, no problem. Ayatis are going to come an hour later and scream, it's Rosh Hashanah, it's Rosh Hashanah. We're not going to listen to the testimony, so nobody's going to, nothing is going to get ruined, nothing will get disturbed. But here he says, <coughs> What if they did come in a Minchalamayla? Now we're going to see why so many Mepharshim say this happened, Elo. Kaidish. What you have to do is, you have to finish off that day in holiness, treat it as a yomtiv, and tomorrow you also have to treat it as a yomtiv, because it's really a yomtiv. Meaning, what is the Gemara saying? What is the Mishnah saying? They would wait a whole day for Adas. That means a whole day they weren't doing malacha. Mm-hmm. Nobody was doing any malacha. Only malacha is you're allowed to do on yomtiv. But you couldn't go do any other malacha. That you're not allowed to do on yomtiv. Nobody was writing that day, right? Nobody was weaving that day. Nobody was building that day. Nobody was demolishing that day, etc. What happens now? They wait for Mincha. Aedas didn't come. If Aedas didn't come, you know already that they're not going to be accepted afterwards. So from Mincha, everybody could start doing Malacha. It's So he says, no. For you know you're going to Yom Kodesh. They can if Adis came in a minchulamila, no, you're not thinking. If Adis didn't come, right? Yeah, 
So you waited every minute that they might come. Okay? They might come. And therefore, if Adis come and I'm in Cholamayla, what happens? They're not accepting them that day. Whenever they come, till nightfall. But you don't know when they're going to come. So even though the Adis came and you didn't accept them, so L'chayr at this point, it's a Yom Chayr. It's a regular weekday. And tomorrow is Rosh Hashanah. Nonetheless, so now what are you going to tell me? In all of these situations, they kept the first day yomtif till nightfall. Always. No matter what. Now you're going to tell me they did the Tamil Shabbat Nabi'am, Adis didn't come. They still were waiting. They might come and not be accepted. But till the end of the day, if they came before Mincha, of course, it was Kaidish. Lamachar was Isruchak. The Chiddush is they came after Mincha. Right? And what do we mean they came after Mincha? They came at the end of the day, and we didn't know when they're going to come. And therefore, we know we're not accepting them. But nonetheless, we make this day Yom Tif, and tomorrow for sure Yom Tif. What's the Svara in this? If it's 3.15, 3.30, we're doing a Talmud Shabbat Arbayim, we know we're not accepting the ages. Let everybody do Malacha. Let them go to work. What do you have to mutsha yidin? No, everywhere where Jews were, they used to not do malacha the first day. Right. They didn't have a choice. Okay, but at least everybody around, what do you care if they do malacha? says, no. Why not? So Rashi explains, now you can say Yom Kaddish. Rashi explains this with a gross arichis. Here, the mission is referring to Rosh Hashanah. Sounds like Rashi is saying, till now, we're talking about a generic halacha in all the all months. But now, we specifically discuss Rosh Hashanah. Already the night after 29, the minig was, the anhaga was Kaidish. Why? Edis can come tomorrow. Bezdem will make it holy. Retroactively, we're going to figure out that this was the night of Yom so you can do malach. Is that huh? Okay. I mean, that's the idea. Great. We did the right thing. We kept this whole day yamtif. We were right. It is yamtif. They're going to make Elul 30 days and make Rishonah tomorrow. They still forbid Malacha for the rest of the day. Why? They're afraid about next year. Next year, people are going to become, going to come to look at this day as cheap. Last year, we mutched the whole day not to do malacha, for no reason. And then, in the afternoon, they said, sorry, Yom Tov is cancelled. It's not going to be taken seriously. So the next Rosh Hashanah, a guy is going to want to do work the night of Rosh Hashanah. And I say, you can't. Please. Tomorrow is going to be the same Misa. We're going to stop. I have important business deals. I have to text. I have to email. Yeah, I have real estate to sell. And you're telling me, Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, excuse me, we know tomorrow it's all going to be a farce. It's called a false alarm. Literally a false alarm. 
But the problem is tomorrow, next year, the Aedis will come. The Aedis will come. And you are around the Yom Tov Rosh Hashanah, come Allah Sasu. So therefore they said, you know what? This day remains holy, even though we're not accepting that. No problem. It remains holy. And tomorrow it's a mitzvah sasim in Today would be a Dirabana. Tomorrow would be a Dairaisa. If Aidis do come, today would be a Dairaisa, and tomorrow would be a weekday. Rishana one day. Rishana one day. Not a problem. If Aidis didn't come by Tamil Shabbat Arbayan, it's regular khan. Noyag in Kurdish. Only Noyag in Kurdish. Shaifa, they did Allah Safik. They did Shaifa Allah Safik. You can't go wrong with Shaifa. You take a Shaifa. The worst is it was Erev Rosh Hashanah. So you blew Shaifa Erev Rosh Hashanah. No, no. He's anyway mixed up from all of this. Don't worry. He's more mixed up from this than everything else. That's the only. What's the problem? You don't do Malacha. Right? You don't do Malacha. And that's it. No, but it was a different ship. Okay, we'll see. The Gemara is going to discuss. So the only problem would be the Karbanas, the Shir. And that was the issue that they avoided with this Takana, not to accept Eidus Benamin Cholamayla. And everything was glot. If it's a regular Rish they just waited around. And if it was Rish Hashanah, they treated it as Kaidish, and then they would see. And this is the Rechag of the reason that many posts can give why Rish Hashanah, even today in Eitz Yisrael, is two days. Pesach one day, Shavuos one day, Sukkot one day, Shavuot is one day. Besides Rosh Hashanah, even at Tzitzon Yishlaim is two days. And the answer is, Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot, Shavuot If you lived in Yerushalayim, you would never ever do two days. Why would any Jew have a Suffolk in Yerushalayim if Pesach is Tesvav? Or Tesvav? 15 days after Rosh Chodesh. Why would any Jew ever have a Suffolk about any other day? Sukkot, Shavuot, Yom Kippur, nothing. Besides one day, Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah, even if you're in the Beis HaMikdash for 48 hours, you celebrate Rosh Hashanah two days. Why? The problem was not distance. The problem is we're waiting for the witnesses. So everybody, the first day of Rosh Hashanah was limbo. Yeah, no, yeah. If I lived in Bavel, of course I did Rosh Hashanah two days. I had no choice. I don't know when they just are coming. Just like I did Pesach two days and Sukkot two days. I did Rosh Hashanah two days. Yom Tov Shein Yishul Goliath. But the Kiddush here is that in Eretz Yisrael you did two days. Not only far in Eretz Yisrael, if you lived in Tzvah, Tveria, for sure you did two days. Because the Shluchim are not coming within an hour from, uh, from, from Rosh Hashanah to Tveria. Even if you're in Yerushalayim, in the Beis HaMikdash, you're doing two days. Maybe. Why? If Eidus come right away the first day, you do take only one day. But if Eidus are delayed... The whole day is maybe, yeah, maybe not, maybe, yeah, maybe not. And by Mincha, you're not accepting them anymore. And therefore, you're, you're doing it as one day of Kedusha, knowing that it's not Kodesh, but it's a Dinder Abana. So basically, Rosh Hashanah, they often did two days, even in the Beis HaMikdash. Why? Even if the Edus came on the first day, Mincha, if they came earlier, it's only one day, but if they came in a Mincha, 
was already two days. And if they didn't come in a mincha lamayla, if Bechal didn't come, it was for sure two days. Because every second you were waiting, maybe they're going to come, right? And if they come, even if they come the last, last minute, you don't know, right? You don't know that they're not coming. If you know they're not coming, great, but you don't know. So you're waiting for them to come. And even if they're going to come five to six, five minutes before sunset, you're still going to treat it as Yom Tif, even though you know you're not accepting them, because you don't want next year, people should be mezalzal in this day. You're typhus? In Kippur, the reason we don't do it is it's too hard to fast two days. Yeah, yeah. If the Aedis came before Mincha, that became Aleph. If the Aedis came after Mincha, that was Lamet. And you accept the testimony the next day, you didn't need a testimony the next day, and you made that Aleph. Russian was not always two days in Israel. That idea is, wasn't always. No. No, if they came so in the morning. So, so today, really, with the calendar, you're right. You're right. But if they came in the morning, it was Takal only one day. But the thing is, that if they didn't come, right? And you didn't know if they were going to come, so you had Kodesh. But you have to understand, everybody. What happened was the first night, everybody was doing Yom Tif, and it was Allah Suffolk. They may come, they may not come. You're right, if they come, it's not only one day. The Chiddush is, they may come, and it's still going to be two days. If they come, in Amin Chalamayla. They're still doing two days. That means very, very often, if they come a little late, you're doing two days Rosh Hashanah. Of course. Of course. If they're coming, in Amin Chalamayla, you're not accepting them. If you're not accepting them, no so when is when is your Tomorrow. If your Yerushchaydish is tomorrow, that's Aleph, Siyam Kippur is a day later. And will last 30 days. You depend on the Beit in saying Mekudash, that's it. Huh? You depend on the Beit in saying Mekudash. If the yeah. Beit did not say today, it's not today. It's not. Yeah. So why today you should always do two days? It was always true that we had most of the time to do one day. Because they were waiting for the Aedis anyway, and it doesn't drop out. <laughs> It is but, not coming but, but today, we always say today, uh, you know what it is, only Rosh Hashanah has problems, we didn't have problems. No, so I'm saying because even there, there was a concept of Yom Tov Shalom. That's what we're saying about today. Yeah. 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 Once the Besamekdash got destroyed, this is going to be a Yom Tov Shalom. This is Yochanan ben Zakeh makes a takana to accept Edus Achodesh the whole day. Why? Pashat. After the Churban Beis Hamikdash, what are you worried about? The Edus came too late, so they came too late. What's going to happen? You're going to make Rish Chodesh 5.30 p.m., so what's going to happen? Unfortunately, there's no carbon. There's no shear. Not going to be any problem coming out of it. So Yochanan ben Zakeh went back to the original situation where we accept Edus Achodesh Kol Hayoyim, and there's no limit to when they come. This happened after the Chorban Beis HaMikdash. Remember, for a few hundred years after the Chorban, they continued to be Mekadosh, the Chodesh Al-Piyar So they were still accepting Edus HaChodesh, including in the times of Rabbi Yechonah ben Zakkai. But even a few hundred years later, the Rambam says, till the days, after the days of Abaya and Rava. That means you're dealing literally with a few centuries after the Chorban. They're still Mekadosh, the Chodesh Al-Piyar When do they accept them? They accept them a whole day, not a problem. Not an issue. Yeah, yeah. Till the end of the days of Abayah and Rav, yeah. You can say when you have a takana from Chachamim, you don't go back? 
Ah. You want to know how Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai changes yeah, what the Sanhedrin, what the Sanhedrin do? We, we said before that if you have a takana, takana, you don't go back. So you're right. Okay. But the, the, the reason for it had ceased. We oh, oh, so we were supposed to masech the beitzah. So you have to say that Rabbi Yechonah Menzakai If they gave a reason for their takana, if they gave a reason and the takana does not apply anymore, the tam the tam doesn't apply. So even though you can't have anybody just cancel it, but if you have a bezdin or sanhedrin, they could cancel it mm. because they didn't just give a takana; they gave it with a logic. The logic was the Edis are coming too late and the Besamiktish has to function and there's a lot of problems. That logic is gone. There's no Besamiktish. What's the problem? So once the logic is gone, you can have another Bezdin. That's Smuchim. You remember, this was a real Bezdin. Rechel Zakir was a, a proper Sanhedrin. You can even say that it was Gadol Bechachmo Beminion from the other one. I mean, I don't know, but you could say that because Lady Ramba, who holds that you need the second Bezdin to be Gadol Bechachmo from the first one. So you have to say that Rabbi Yechonah knew that his Bezdin could cancel and change the halacha of the previous Bezdin. But according to many Paiskim, if they give it a tam, it's already much more lenient because you understand what they're talking about. You're not stam canceling. Yeah, because today we have so many halachas that we can change because of technology. Or marshal. You're saying like medicine on Shabbos. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's grinding herbs. Not so many, I mean. No, there is a lot of things that we, we do. And well, says, remember we learned in Simon Shalama test that the whole takon of not playing music doesn't apply today. Because nobody knows how to be Masak and Klesha. We learned to Masech the Beis. That's a Chiddush of Toysavis. It's not so posh. Toysavis says clapping hands and all this. Not, I'm sorry, not playing music. Clapping hands and dancing on Shabbos is not us anymore because we're not Masak and Klesha. We do not have to be Masak and Klesha. That's what Tyson says. Saying that's something where he says it's just bottle, but that's like a big chiddush. How the Tyson come to that? Okay, so therefore, Rabbi Yechonah Ben Zakkai changed the whole status. So this is another takana of Rabbi Yechonah Ben Zakkai. Right. He's bringing back. Right. Now Rashi Masech the Beitzer. We learned Rashi and Beit said, hey, says something very interesting. He says, Rabbi Yechonah ben Zakkai didn't cancel the first Takana completely. Only one thing. He said that we could accept Edis after Mincha and make today Rishchidosh or make today Rishchidosh. But he still maintained something the else. Two the two days. That today should be Kaidish and Lamacha should be Kaidish that he maintained. Even though you're accepting the Edis after Mincha, so if you send me the aid is 5 o'clock in the afternoon, so today's Rosh Hashanah, so cancel tomorrow, right? Then he didn't change. Interesting. L'cha'ir, he should have changed everything. We accept aid is a whole day. Whenever they come, boom. If they don't come, we're not going to wait. Al-Hasafik, we're not going to do malach. 
If they don't come, great. So tomorrow is Rosh Hashanah. But if they do come, boom, finito. We did Rosh Hashanah. No. If they come 2 o'clock in the afternoon, the Yechon Ben-Zakai says, it's Rosh Hashanah. They come 5 o'clock in the afternoon, even though now we're accepting them, not like then. So then we didn't accept them. So you know for sure it's not Rosh Hashanah, nonetheless, but now you're accepting them. So Lamacha is not Kaidish. Lamacha is Chayel. Nonetheless, Rashi Tainiz, Rebbechim and Zakai did not play with that Hakana. In other words, oh, oh, that's what I wanted to tell you. So, in other words, if Edis come at five, they accept them. Today is Rosh Hashanah, Minhat because they're accepting the Edis. And they can't even, but tomorrow is also Rosh Hashanah, And that's basically how we do it. Aleph and base Tishrei. We do it that way. Our second day Rosh Hashanah L'Chayra, our Rosh Hashanah should be Lamed and Aleph. It's not. It's Aleph and Beis. Where, where did that ever happen? Shchodesh is not a base. It's always a question, Lamed, right? Or not. Either Lamed is Aleph, or Lamed is Lamed, and Aleph is the next day. That I got. But Rosh Hashanah is a very funny situation. We do Aleph and we do base. The Peshat is... If Adis would come in Amin Cholamayla, if they came earlier, it was one day to Shoshana. Besides Yom Tov Shenishal Golis, if you were far away in Eretz Yisrael. Now remember, the chilek here is that Shoshana, even in Eretz Yisrael, you treated it like Bavel. Because the whole Shoshana became a Golis, Yom Tov Shenishal Golis. So even everywhere, there was Shoshana two days. Everywhere. The only Chiddush of Shoshana is, you why Shoshana is two days in all Eretz Yisrael is Pasha? Because it was everywhere two days. The Chiddush is in Yerushalayim. And the Makamah Mikdash, it's also two days. Why? Because it was often two days. If Adis didn't come, it was two days, which you wouldn't have Pesach Shavuot Sukkot, right? If Adis came early, it was one day. If Adis came in Amin Cholamayla, even after the Chorban, it remained two days. They would still be Noyeg the next day, Kodesh. Why? Because they came in Amin Cholamayla. They would still be Noyeg Kodesh the next day. Even even Tosfot in last time in Gafei, he said in Beitza, he said also the same. You have a Beitza here, yeah, all together with uh, Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, Rashi brings it there. Dafhei Amid Beis, right? Yeah, and yeah, and Tosfot also said the yeah. By the end, he said the same thing. Like Rashi, that the Rebbech Mizrach did not cancel every element of the Takana. He canceled in the sense that you can accept the Edus, but even if you can accept the Edus, right, you're not going to cancel tomorrow. In other words, in one Nekuda, you don't accept the Edis in the sense that tomorrow you're still treating it as a, as a day of Kedush. You know why? why, why what would, one of the big Svaras would be is, because again, Meheri Yiban HaMikdash, and all the Takanas are going to go back to the way they were Bizman Beis HaMikdash, where there's going to be Tomit Shobain Harbaya, and then after Mincha, you're not going to accept the Edis. And Bemela tomorrow is going to have to be a day of Kedusha. No, you're going to say, I'm Kedusha, I'm Kedusha. So that remains. The question is, so General Shailan, what do they do about Kiddush? The first night of Rosh Hashanah, they're not sure it's Rosh Hashanah, they're making Kiddush. We make Kiddush, Yom Tov Shenishal Gali is to make Kiddush both days. That's the din. The din is, you have a suffix that the Chazal said, make Kiddush both days. Ah, you're saying Shechiyonu, you're saying Alachilas Matzah, you're saying L'Shmoya Kol Shoifer, you're making Brachas, you're saying Mekadish Zolot, Chayda Brachas Lovatola. I'm not talking today when there's a calendar and we know for sure. 
but then they didn't know which day is Pesach, they made they make the brachas both days. So there's a svada to say that Rosh Hashanah was the same thing. The night of Rosh Hashanah, they made Kiddush. The first night, of course, they didn't do Malach. They made Kiddush, they had a Sudra. They treated it like, and what about Davani Maidav? What, what Maidav did Davani? Did Davani Chayel? Did Davani Rosh Hashanah? Did Maidav? So that's the Kiddush, that it's possible that the Sanhedrin was Sakin. Yeah? That you'd have to do Kiddush, you have to do Maidav, everything like Rosh Hashanah, even though it may turn out that it's not Rosh Hashanah. The Edis may never come, or come in a Mincha after the Takana. And that means it was nothing. It was just a regular day. But that's fine. That's the Suffolk. That's the Din, the Rabbanon of the Suffolk. I'm saying it becomes very interesting. You do Shaifa with a Bracha. Can you do Shaifa with a Bracha? You don't know Shaikh Shanu Mitzvah It may not be Rosh Hashanah. You're waiting for the Edis. Huh? So if you leave, uh, okay, it's not Ma'akev, but we do everything with Brachas. I'm saying this is, doesn't say clearly in Gemara, but the Me'iri discusses this at length, that it's Shaykh, they were Masakim for everything. Kiddush, Maidev, Brachas, Alts, everything in order to celebrate uh, Rosh Hashanah. The Me'iri brings the Swala. Of course. I see. So this is a big chiddush of Rabbi Chana that since Rabbi Yechonah Mitzakeh wasn't mevatel the takana, only till Mashiach comes. So therefore, he has a kayak to be mevatel the previous bezdin because it's not called bittul. It's just like it's on hold. <laughs> I'll put you on hold for a few minutes, and then we're going to come back. So you don't have to say that he was a gadol b'chachpo b'minyan. You don't need a gadol b'chachpo b'minyan. Because if they gave a reason, you could just have another bezdin be mevatel. But like Shittas HaRambam, that a bezdin can't be mevatel the other bezdin. Unless it's gadol b'chachpo b'minyan. The Rambam says in Ilchus Mamrim, so how could Rabbi Yechina ben Zakis and Hedrin be mevatel the previous? And then, unless you say he knew for sure it was gadol b'chachma. Like Rabbi Yechina Vasaman, you could, because it doesn't have a din bitl. It's completely fine because it's a temporary uh, takana, so it's not not called bittel divrei chaveira. He's not canceling it; he's just, so to speak, postponing it. So any takana is related to the same idea. According to the Rebbe and that would be like a, a big, big chiddush. That any of these takanas is not considered mevatel divrei bezdin. They bring it from Kovitz Shiurim Beitza Oisyud Gimel. Generally, they made a takana to make all the brachas, the first day and the second day, identical, so people shouldn't come to uh, be mezalzlot. The Yosher Ben Soloveitchik once said a very gishmak of art. You know, Shmini Atzeres, the Gemara says clearly you have to sit in a sukkah. It's a halach in Gemara. The Gemara brings all the different opinions. The Gemara says in sukkah, the hilchasa, yisubi yasvinim bruchelay mevachina. The halach is, you sit, you don't make a bracha Now, generally, when the Gemara gives a halach, nobody argues with it. If there's no halach in Gemara, so different Rishonim can have different opinions. This view, that view. Like mitzvah, sriches, kavana. Ain't sriches, kavana. There's two views. So some Rishonim say like this, some Rishonim say like this. But whenever the Gemara says hilchasa, that means it was a psak and bezdin in Sanhedrin. Or by chachmei ha-Gemara. And therefore, there's no, uh, there's no debate. And yet, you see a fascinating thing that Shemini somehow many people don't sit in the sukkah. 
So he asked, how did that happen? How did a halacha clearly in Gemara develop into this situation? And he says that since Chazal say, you have to say all the brachas, like we say, the first day, in order not to be mezalzal. So you might think to yourself, eh, we make Shechiyonu the second day Shavuos. We make Shechiyonu the second day Pesach, the second day Sukkot. Why are we making Shechiyonu? We already did it yesterday. It's not Shechiyonu. The answer is they were afraid if you're going to change anything, people are going to look at the Yom Tov cheap. But said, you read this Chazan, you say, why? Don't make the brachas. We'll still celebrate it. He says, look at Shemini Atzeres. That's what happened. Since the Gemara said, you sit in the sukkah, you don't make a bracha, they stopped sitting in the sukkah. Here you see the koyach of the bracha. They stopped, they said, don't make a bracha, they can stop sitting in the sukkah. He wasn't justified, he was explaining, here you take a see how right they were that if you don't make the same bracha, the whole thing is going to become weak. The whole Shemini Atzeres sitting in the sukkah was basically canceled in many places. They don't sit. Why? Because they don't make a bracha. Because the halacha is not to make a bracha. Okay. And uh, want to read to you. read to you in Shulchan Aruch HaRav in Hilchus Shoshana Simen Tav Reish so he says this is how he summarizes it he says Bnei Eretz Yisrael also do two days Rosh Hashanah why do Bnei Eretz Yisrael do two days Rosh Hashanah the answer is because Pasha the reason they do the other holidays one day is because we know the calendar today, so we know which days are Shchaydish and which days Yom Tif. We do two days because we maintain the minig of Beseinu Biyadeinu. Our forefathers used to make two days because they didn't know when Rishchaydish was, so therefore they used to make two days in doubt. But the Bnei Eretz Yisrael were close to Yerushalayim, they only made one day because Bez and Yerushalayim would send Shluchim to tell them when Rish Chaydish is. So they knew Pesach. They knew Shavuos. They knew Sukkot. Wherever Shluchim would come, they knew when Rish Chaydish is. So therefore, even their children today don't have to make two days because they know when Rish Chaydish is. They have a calendar and everybody knows when Rish Chaydish is. He says, this is only other holidays. even the Bnei Yisrael have minig they have to maintain the meaning of their forefathers because their forefathers also used to do two days Rosh Hashanah. 
Why? Because even though Bezdin used to send Shluchim, but they couldn't leave on Rosh Hashanah because you're not allowed to go out of Tchum on Rosh Hashanah. So the Shluchim can only go around to very close places to tell the Jews on Rosh Hashanah when Rosh Chodesh was. If it happened that day, let's say Edus came 7 in the morning. So there were Jews who found out, but they couldn't go too far because of the Tchum. So therefore, all Bnei Eretz Yisrael did two days Rosh Hashanah. So what's Minnegah Viseinu Biyadeinu? Even today, when you know when Rosh Hashanah is, because we have a calendar, everybody has Minnegah Viseinu to do two days. He says, but this makes a difference even in Golos. Even outside of Eretz Yisrael, Rosh Hashanah is different than other holidays. Why? Other holidays, our fathers used to do two days because they didn't know. We pushed it enough. You were living in Iraq. You didn't know when the first day of Pesach is, if it's Tesvav, or maybe the next day. You don't know. So therefore the halach is that an egg that's born the first day, you could eat the second day. Why? Because if the first day is holy, the second day is chayl, right? And there's no muktza, there's no noilet. And if the second day is holy, the first day was chayl, and the beitza was born on Erev Yom Tif. So that's why we have a cloud that beitza, shenol the biyamtiv, Yomtiv Shani Shalgali is it becomes mutter automatically. If tomorrow is Yomtiv, great. And if today is Yomtiv, great. So therefore, even us today, we know when Rishchaydish is. And our Yomtiv Shani is only Medivre Seifrim. Our Beitza that's born one day Yomtiv is not like a Beitza that's born on Shabbos and Yomtiv is Sunday that you say that you're not allowed to eat the Beitza two days. No. Beitza that's born the first day of Pesach, you can eat the second day. Why? Because the whole reason we have a second day is because of Minigaviseinu. We don't have to be more from, more stringent than Minigaviseinu. Minigaviseinu, they would eat the beta the second day. Because one day is for Shochayah. If the first day is Yom Tov, the beta you're eating on a regular day. And if the first day is Chal, the beta was born on a regular day. So we don't have to be a whole Yom Tov Shenis, but Minigaviseinu, we don't have to be different than our Minigaviseinu were at Mach. That's only other holidays. When it comes to Yom the two days of Rosh Hashanah, it's considered one long day. That's what's called Yoyma Arichta. And therefore it has one Kedusha. Even for Bnei Yach Yisrael. So a Beitza, an egg that is laid on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, or somebody detaches a fruit from a tree on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, or somebody traps a fish on the first day, catches a fish the first day of Rosh Hashanah, just like that day you're not allowed to have it because of Muktza or because of Neulad, the second day also, because it has a gather of Yoyma Arichta. Why? Why do we treat Rosh Hashanah as one long day when it's two days? We know the calendar. And we know that the first day of Rosh Hashanah is the first day of Rosh Hashanah, and the second day of Rosh Hashanah is not the second day of Rosh Hashanah. So here we come to the uniqueness of Rosh Hashanah. What's the uniqueness of Rosh Hashanah? Not only that in Eretz Yisrael they used to have two days, because Eretz Yisrael was like Kutzlaris. But the Chiddush is that even Bezdin when they were accepting witnesses, used to make Rosh Hashanah sometimes two days. Why? When the 30th day of Elul came, everybody, all Jews and Bezdin, did not do work by night. They accepted it as Rosh Hashanah, because Adis will come to, may come tomorrow, and say they saw the moon, and it becomes Rosh Hashanah. So night is called Yom Tov. Bezdin would sit a whole day, and wait for witnesses to come. Maybe they're going to come. Whenever they come till it gets dark, that day becomes Rosh Hashanah, and that day becomes Aleph, and the next day becomes Bez, and that's when you start counting the month for Yom Kippur and Sukkot. They usually would always come before Mincha, before the Zman Tamar Shabbat 
One time, as we know the story, they came late. There was a problem with the shear. They said the shear shall coil instead of the shir shir because they thought Edis are not going to come. When they came, it created a churban because retroactively it became Rosh Hashanah. The Chachamim said we're not accepting them only till Mincha. If they come after Mincha, so then what happens is, basically, this day is considered day 30 and we're starting Rosh Hashanah only tomorrow. And Bezdin can do this because this would be a case of Mizidin. They know clearly there's Edis. They know clearly that the Edis probably saw the moon because they know you could see the moon. But they're deciding to push off Rishchidosh tomorrow because they knew the Chorban that it's going to bring. So he says, even though this is really a Yom Chayel, why is it a Yom Chayel? Because tomorrow is going to be Rosh Hashanah. Nonetheless, Bezdin was Mesachana. You should treat it like a holy day, Medivrei Seifrim. Why? Why? So he says, interestingly, because Minhadin, it was supposed to be Yom Tov Minatayra. Rashi says it's all because next year you're afraid people are going to dismiss this day and they're going to come to a problem. Shukhanar Kharaf says, because Minhatoida, this was supposed to be Yamtuf. This aid is here. Minhatoida, this was really supposed to be Yamtuf. Bezdin has permission to be Doicha Yamtuf. But because it was supposed to be, it has a certain Kedusha. So therefore, they keep it as Kaidish, Tomorrow they make Yom Tif and Shoshana Minatayra. And therefore, even Bezdin would often do two days. Because in this situation, where Edis came earlier, was Taka one day. But if they came in Amin Cholamayla, it became Mamish two days, even in Bezdin itself. Right? If Edis came in Amin Cholamayla, or they didn't come till the last second, or they didn't come. <laughs> Let's say. By Tzesek Echavim, Edus didn't come. It happens to be that we already celebrated Rosh Hashanah today because we were thinking they're going to come and at any point we're going to have to accept it as Rosh Hashanah even though it's only Medivri Seifer. So these two days has a gather of one Kedusha and it's considered one long day and it's called one Yom Tov of Rosh Hashanah, the first day Medivri Seifer and the second day Medivri Teirah. And that's why it has a gather of one Kedusha. You don't say anymore, Maman of Shech. If the first day is Kedush, second day is Chayim. Second day is Kedush, the first day is Chal. No, no, no. They knew that the first day is Chal. And what did they do it? They made it Kedush. There's no Meman of Shech. First day is Kedush and the second day is Kedush. That's a, that's a very interesting word. It's Masbid. It's so beautiful. All the other Yom Toivim, it all starts with doubt. Even by us, Minigam is saying to be a day who had a doubt. So therefore the egg becomes Mutter. Rosh Hashanah and Eretz Yisrael also was doubt. But in Bezdin there's no doubt. The Edus came, we're not accepting them. We know it's not Rosh Hashanah. But we're making it Rosh Hashanah. We're making it Rosh Hashanah today and tomorrow in Atayda. Today in the He says, that's not any more doubts. That's a Dover Borer. And that's why it has a new gather. It's called Yoyma Arichter. It's like one Kedusha. It's like Shabbos and Yom Anything that was Muktzah the first day, Noila the first day, you catch a fish. Somebody detaches a fruit from the tree. Right? So the second day of Yom Tov is fine because of the same amount of shikh. All these halachas. Is that the first time as far as Now, the place is outside of Yerushalayim. They made two days Rosh Hashanah constantly. Bezdin only made two days Rosh Hashanah in case what? Adis didn't show up. 
or they showed up very late. But if they showed up 12 o'clock in the afternoon, they made, but outside of Yishlam, everybody made two days of Shoshana. Why? Because they didn't know, right? Maybe Adis are going to come. And if Adis are going to come, it's, uh, it's Rosh Hashanah. They don't know. They don't know. Also, even though they know that Adis come after Mincha, it's not Rosh Hashanah, but they know if Adis come after Mincha, both days are going to be Kodesh. Right? That's a possibility. If you're living in Svas, there's a few options. One is the Adis came in the morning, and the first day was Rosh Hashanah, the second day was Chal. One option is the Adis didn't come at all, or they came after Mincha, and then what's the Halacha? The first day is holy, and the second day is holy. So now you have a big Chiddush here. When you're celebrating two days Rosh Hashanah in Iraq, or Iran, or Tzvas, you're not celebrating it as a Suffolk. You're celebrating it as a Vada, because in Besden they may be celebrating two days of Vada. You understand? So even for the Jews living far away, Rosh Hashanah is a completely different status than any other Yom Tov. Every other Yom Tov, it's all about doubt. Rosh Hashanah, maybe it's about doubt, because I don't know when the Hades came. Maybe they came in the morning, and it's great, and the second day. But there's a doubt if there's a doubt. The doubt is on the doubt. Maybe they came in Amincha, and two days were Yom Tov. And if two days were Yom Tov, Levadai, not Suffolk. So that's why I'm celebrating two days. So that's why everywhere Rosh Hashanah has a gather of Yom Richter. It's not like any other Yom Tov. Everywhere, even the furthest places, you understand? Rosh Hashanah has a gather of one long day, together with Tushas Rosh Hashanah. And then the Shluchim would go out and tell everybody when Aleph was. And it would be, it would be uh, and they would find out when Yom Kippur and Sukkot was. And he says, this is how it always was. Till the Sanhedrin was bottle, Kiddush HaChadosh was bottle. Everything went to a calendar. And basically, we start counting from the first day of Rosh Hashanah, which is basically Aleph. We make Elul always 29 days, and Rosh Hashanah is always Aleph. We maintain the old system. What? We have two days. They used to make two days of Rosh Hashanah even in Eretz Yisrael. They used to treat it as one long day with one Kedusha. An egg that was born one day is also the second day as explained, because maybe Edus came after Mincha. And therefore, even though this whole reasoning is not Shaykh today because we have a calendar, and our first day of Rosh Hashanah is always our first day of Rosh Hashanah, and that's the main Yom Tov Minatayra, we're not Mazalzal B'Yom Sheni, in a way that our forefathers were not Mazalzal, because for them, it may have been the main Rosh Hashanah, and therefore, we have the same status of two days, which is like one day when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, even in Eretz Yisrael, even in Yerushalayim, even in Besden, and even in Chutzlach, wherever you were, it was a different minig of Hashanah when it comes to Rosh Hashanah. Stam, I just want to be mayor, just one more thing, which you'll understand by Rosh Hashanah, there's an interesting thing. And that is that Shechiyonu, uh, the second day of Rosh Hashanah, always becomes problematic. Why? Why not Pesach? Why not Shavuos? Why not Sukkot? The answer is because every Yom Tov Shal Goliath, we make Shechiyonu without a problem the second day. Why? Pashat. Because the concept is Minigav Hesenu Biyadeinu. And in the olden days, they weren't sure if day one is day one, or day one is day two. So therefore, day two, they treated like day one, because it may be day one, right? So if it may be day one, they treated it like day one, and you couldn't make, you couldn't use the Shekhyonu of yesterday. Shekhyonu of yesterday was Erev Yom Tov. You have to make a new Shekhyonu. 
However, the second night of Rosh Hashanah, there's a big shitta that is different. Since the two days are considered one Kedusha, and Yom Ha'arichta one long day, so therefore the Shechiyonu of the first day should work also for the Shechiyonu of the second day. Why are you doing a new Shechiyonu in the middle of Yom Tov? It's considered Yom Ha'arichta. The Bemele by Shoifer the second day, you also want to make a Shechiyonu, because you already made Shechiyonu the first day Shoifer. Unlike other Yom Tov. However, another shit is that you do have to make Shechiyonu. Why? Because again, why is it considered Yom Ha'arichta? Only mitzad minigaviseinu, that if Adis came after Mincha, remember, so Bezdin would make both days Vada Yomtif, one Medivide Seifrim, one Minatayra. That means, would they make Shechiyano the second day? They would make Shechiyano the second day. Why? Because they're in Isa. So they would have to make a Shechiyano the second day. They would have to make a Shechiyano the second day because the first day is only Medivide Seifrim. And it's Choyl Gabi the second day. So therefore, mitzad minigaviseinu, we should also make a Shechiyano the second day. So this is a this is a machlokes. So the halach is that we do make a shechiyano the second day, but that's the reason that people put on a new lavush, a new garment, by like kiyashoifer, for example, in order to be able to make a shechiyano on the garment, or by kiddush you have new fruits, right? The second out of shoshana, so you should be able to make shechiyano thinking also about the garment or the prichadosh, in order to be machmer with the first svara that you're not supposed to make shechiyano in shoshana. But that's why there's a difference with shoshana when it comes to shechiyano. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.